Oh, Super Bible Party, Super Bible Party, Super Bible Party. Hey, everybody, it's your old friend from long ago, Robert Berry. Uh, welcome to Super Bible Party, uh, the podcast that uh, takes unusual, weird uh, Bible stories, maybe stories you've never heard of, or maybe stories that uh, back in Sunday school, uh, the preacher just glossed over, didn't want to spend too much time on them. Uh, that's what Super Bible Party is all about. And uh, today we're going to talk about uh, what you can eat in the Bible, uh, forbidden foods, unclean foods, uh, Bible dietary restrictions, and uh, some of the weird things that you actually had to be told not to eat. Uh, we're also going to address the question uh, at the end of the podcast. Uh, I, I've seen this out there. Was Jesus a vegetarian? Um, we'll discuss that and many things in this episode of Super Bible Party. It's episode eight. It, it has been a while, uh, more than a month since my last episode. I haven't. Yeah, you know, I started these out. I was doing them very frequently. And it's not been so frequently. I got no excuse, folks. Just been been a little lazy. Uh, it's certainly been a lot going on in the world these days. Uh, we got the the, the coronavirus. Uh, I'm here in Sacramento, California. Uh, we've got a uh, basically stay in your house uh, order right now. So uh, you know, got plenty of time to be making podcasts. That's for sure. Uh, but anyway, I'm here to you live from the Retro Crush Studios. Uh, and uh, happy to be here with you. But uh, let's talk about Leviticus. Now, Leviticus uh, is is a has a chapter uh, eleven about clean and unclean food. And, and I'm going to read to you a bit here, and then we'll, we'll throw in some commentary. But uh, chapter eleven of Leviticus says, uh, "The Lord said to Moses and Aaron." Say to the Israelites, of all the animals that live on land, these are the ones you may eat. You may eat any animal that has a divided hoof and choose the cud. Wow, thanks. That sounds yummy. Uh, and he says, there are, there are some that only chew the cud or only have a divided hoof, but you must not eat them. So, yeah, they got to learn about their animals at this point, you know, I mean, you don't grow up knowing all about that stuff. So he, he explains, you know, the camel, though it chews its cud, does not have a divided hoof. Therefore, it's ceremonially unclean for you. Uh, so, yeah, don't eat camels uh, is what he's telling the folks of the time back then. Uh, then he says the hyrax, though it chews its cud, doesn't have a divided hoof. And it's unclean for you to eat as well. Now, you, you might be listening to this going, Robert, what, what's a hyrax? Well, a hyrax uh, are small little uh, mammals. Uh, they look they basically look like gophers. Uh, little gophers, groundhogs, prairie dogs of the sort. They're uh, native to that area of, of Africa where this would have taken place back then. So it's basically saying don't eat groundhogs. All right, you know, I mean, that's a part of our everyday diet. We got to make that, uh, you know, distinction. But he's basically telling them, don't eat. Now, now you notice one thing here. He's going to start naming animals. He's only naming animals that are native to that area. He's like, you know, don't eat a squirrel or a possum or a, 
you know, or a Sasquatch, they'll be like, what's that? And, oh, well, this is just for, you know, people of the future. But no, he's, he's focusing on what they could possibly eat. So yeah, don't eat the Hyrax. He also says, don't eat a rabbit. Though it chews cut, it does not have a divided hoof, and it's unclean for you. Now that's, rabbit's some good eating. That's like the first, you know, camel and Hyrax. All right, God, you know, I wasn't craving a camel steak. Though there are camel burgers, and it is pretty good. Uh, yeah, I can I can see, say knowing, saying no to the Hyrax, I get it. But uh, a rabbit, yes, there's some decent rabbit uh, dishes out there. Uh, they're very lean meat. Uh, it's it's a it's a good protein that doesn't have a lot of fat in it. Rabbit's heart smart for you, folks. Um, now here here's where uh, God starts to get a little bit uh, sacrificey here. Uh, the pig, though it has a divided hoof, does not chew its cud. It's unclean for you too. You must not eat their meat. Um, wow, that means no pork chops, no bacon, no. Uh, no pork butt roast, no uh, baby back ribs, all that stuff. God's, it's now, you know, you got to, you got to sacrifice some things there. Now, there's some people think like maybe uh, this was in the Bible from the time uh, because, uh, you know, pork meat was uh, subject to being more dirty. You know, like meat handling practices back in ancient times weren't too good and, and it was uh you know, it used to be uh, uncooked pork or uh, could, could could maybe carry a, you'd, you'd worry about getting trichinosis and and other diseases but you know with most uh modern uh practices now uh it's you know really chickens the the, the meat that you got to worry about for unsafe handling uh which is funny because that's not even mentioned here something you shouldn't eat but but yeah that, that you must not eat their meat but check this out or you can't touch their carcasses. You can't even touch uh, a dead pig if you see one. You know, I know it's tempting. You're walking down the street. Look at that dead pig. Well, don't touch it, Junior. Um, he also now he goes to the water now of all the creatures living in the water of the seas and the streams. Uh, you may eat anything that has fins and scales. If there's fins and scales, you can eat it away. You know. Uh, that would even include mermaids. Uh, but all creatures in the seas or streams that don't have fins or scales, whether among all the swarming things or among all other living creatures in the water, you must regard them as unclean. And since you are to regard them as unclean, you mustn't eat their meat. And, and the same thing, don't touch their dead bodies. Anything living in the water that doesn't have fins and scales is supposed to be unclean. So this this means uh, shrimp, no shellfish, no lobsters. You can't have those, no crabs. You can't eat whale or dolphins. Um, I think technically eel would, would not be acceptable under these standards here. So that's... that's you know, I mean, uh, sushi culture dramatically takes a hit uh, with some of those things. There are no sea urchins. Uh, that's in the water. doesn't have fins or scales. Uh, you know what else is in the water that doesn't have fins or scales? Aquaman. You can't eat Aquaman. He's considered unclean. So he's talking about stuff on the ground. Here's what you can't eat. Here's what you can't eat in the water. What about all that, that tasty food flying around in the air? What are those laws? Well, get this. He says, these are birds that you are to regard as unclean and not eat because they're unclean. He says, don't eat eagles. Wow, this is way before America. God already 
set those eagles aside is is unclean uh don't eat a vulture that makes i mean vultures feed off of dead things you know most animals do but yeah you can't have a vulture uh then he also says the black vulture uh as if somehow oh yeah that's right in case you forgot i said vulture even a black vulture then he says the red kite which is kind of a uh a hawk uh, a predator any kind of raven don't eat horned owls or screech owls uh, stay away from those screech owls. Um, it'd be hard to catch an owl. And I got to tell you, they seem more feather than meat. I've never heard of anyone eating an owl. Um, I'll be seeing you if you do. Uh, no gulls, no seagulls. You know, maybe you're stuck at sea. You're not supposed to have a seagull. No kind of hawk. Uh, and a cormorant, Or the great owl, the white owl, the desert. I like how he could have just said, don't eat owls, but they go on to mention eight different kinds of owls, just in case you're really fucking stupid. Uh, Don't eat ospreys. Don't eat a stork. Don't eat herons. And uh, get this. He has to make it clear, and maybe we should have followed this advice from the start. Don't eat bats. Something bad could happen with that. Uh, Yeah, duh. Um... Shouldn't have that bat sandwich there, Moses. So, okay, so he's talking about, we, we, we get the, you know, we, that's interesting is they don't say what birds you can eat. They just say what birds you can't eat. So, I mean, this is pretty much just a stay away from this. So, you know, chicken, uh, pigeons, uh, whatever kind of birds you like uh, that aren't on that list, don't eat a desert owl. But check this out. He he goes on, you know, you would think he could just say, don't eat bugs. And you go, yeah, okay, that's not tempting. But no, there's there's bugs you're allowed to eat. He says, all flying insects that walk on all fours are to be regarded as unclean by you. Ha- there are. However, so some flying insects that walk on all fours that you can't eat. Those that have jointed legs for hopping on the ground. So if they walk on the ground, like if it's a roach or, a, you know, a ladybug, you can't have a ladybug pie. Uh, he says you can't eat those. But if they hop, you can, which is kind of a dilemma because you're not supposed to eat spiders. But if it's a jumping spider, maybe maybe you can. You know, God God leaves it up to you for, for that, for the spider eating uh cravings that you have uh but he says you may eat any kind of locust katie did uh or katie did it for that matter <laughs> uh, cricket or grasshopper uh but all other flying insects that have four legs you ought to regard as unclean now what's weird here is um they forgot to count how many legs uh, insects actually have most insects have six legs so i don't know if that's a free pass i mean technically a grasshopper does have six legs, uh, and they go on about four legs. Um, maybe they counted uh, legs different back then. You know, you skipped every other leg. I, I don't know. But, uh, you know, if you want to eat a bug that's got six legs, apparently you got a free pass. So ants and yellow jackets and all of that good stuff. Uh, they, they don't say anything about the other bugs. But, you know, the, you know maybe, the, you know, locusts, a lot of people. John the Baptist ate locusts, if you recall. Um, there's a lot of proteins in cricket that some people think that, uh, crickets and, uh, bugs and, and, and grasshoppers of the sort, uh, 
maybe a, a modern source of protein that's more environmentally friendly. Um, you know, I've had cricket flour they make. It's it's just, you know, it's just it's just like regular flour. Only makes your stomach jump around a little when you have a bite. So, uh, yeah, so, so that's the food. He's, he's based, and then it repeats these things. It goes on to say, uh, you know, stay away from weasels, rats, any kind of great lizard, the gecko, the monitor lizard, the wall. Again, it says no lizards, but here's here's every lizard that exists. No chameleons. Uh, all those things, they're unclean. And if you, you know, but what I like here is it says... Uh, if you touch any of these animals' carcass, you're going to be unclean until the evening. And whoever picks up one of their carcasses much, wash their clothes, and that person will remain unclean until the evening. So clearly the workaround here is you wait till about five minutes before the evening, and then you touch it to get rid of it. And then like, you're unclean for, what, three minutes maybe. It's little one of God's loopholes there. Uh, so make sure you take advantage of that. Um, but yeah, it basically, you know, I'm not going to read the whole thing to you, but you, you can check it out. Leviticus, uh, chapter 11, but it goes on to talk about all the, you know, anything that a dead animal touch is going to be unclean till the evening. But if you got like a clay pot, you got to break it. So like if it's a wood pot, Hey, that's sanitary that you, you know, uh, touched a 10 day old dead pig on it, uh, but you just wait a day. It'll be cool. But if you, uh, clay pot no, break it and get rid of it. But, uh, you know, so, yeah, that's interesting, right? You know, a um, lot of stuff uh, there. That they, they, now, what's really interesting here is when, when, when uh, the Bible uh, first starts out, God's not so specific. You know, he, in Genesis, he says, uh, uh, it says, And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of the earth, every tree with seed in its fruit. You can have them. So he's talking about, you know, plants are cool. doesn't bother to tell you that some of them are poison. Isn't that interesting? Like, he'll tell you about all the stuff that's unclean animal-wise. Uh, but, you know, and he, and he goes into extreme detail. Here's all the different kinds of lizards you shouldn't eat. But, but he says, no, eat every plant you want. There's some with poison berries, but you guys figure that one out. You know, I could have I told you which ones to avoid. Uh, but, uh, you know, and, and he also, at some point, he says every... In Genesis chapter 9, he says, Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. And as I gave you the green plants, I give you everything else to eat. In Corinthians, it says, So whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. So there's some conflicting things there. You know, you can say, hey, in Genesis, he says you could eat anything. But in Leviticus, it says, well, except bats. So, you know, it's, it's, get your story straight there. Like maybe Genesis, uh, you know, God didn't think we'd be such pigs. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, at one point it, it was okay to eat everything. So if you're, uh, don't read the book of Leviticus and ignorance will be bliss for you there. But, uh, I read an interesting thing, uh, as I was researching this, uh, Somebody named Wendy and Wilkenfeld, uh, back in 1998, wrote a, a paper that she submitted for uh, Harvard Law School, which is uh, called Food Regulation and Biblical Law. And she writes, uh, the Bible not only regulates what kind of foods the Israelites may eat, but also which parts of them are, are to be eaten. Uh, so it's not just 
here's certain animals you shouldn't eat, but certain things you shouldn't eat in those animals. Uh, and it, it is, mentions the sciatic nerve, the fat, and, and blood are all forbidden to the Israelites. In contrast to biblical food regulations concerning which types of food, uh, it also explains uh, you know, food laws concerning the parts, uh, but with different rationale. Um, and so one of the things she writes is that uh, in Genesis, it attributes the prohibition against eating the sciatic nerve to the blow Jacob received while wrestling with God. Got whacked. He got a charley horse. And that's why the children of Israel to this day don't eat the thigh muscle uh, that is on the socket of the hip. Since Jacob's hip socket was wrenched at the thigh muscle uh, prohibits the cons- and, uh, interesting, right? So, you know, Jacob got in a wrestling match with God, and since God punched him in the thigh, you're not supposed to eat the thigh muscle. Um, could have punched him in the balls or the dick, and then we go, okay, yeah, that, that that's good, you know. Or he punched him in the anus. Don't eat that anus. And we, yeah, okay, glad that worked out that way. But no, I'm, I'm just, you know, like if he punched him in, like, the breast or the or the drumstick, whoa, That'd be tough, but thighs good meat. I, I, when I go to Kentucky Fried Chicken uh, or any chick, Popeye's chicken. By the way, let's talk about chicken for a second here. A little, little bit of an aside. Uh, when it comes to chicken, I, 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 I used to work at Kentucky Fried Chicken, and and at its best when it's cooked right, and you get the. I've noticed certain recent trips to Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's a the pieces seem a little smaller. You know, maybe it's just that I want more, but it does seem like they're using smaller pieces of chicken these days. Smaller chickens overall, maybe more of them fit in the freezer. More, I don't know. They save on buckets uh, there, but uh, but okay. Here's the fried chicken uh, hierarchy. Kentucky Fried Chicken's got the best. And I, I'm sure you make. You know, I'm not talking about homemade chicken or some great restaurant that, that specializes in great Southern cooking, of course, but. Of, of the of the fast food available chickens, you got Kentucky Fried Chicken, number one. Number two, uh, Popeye's Chicken, really great, uh, good flavor there in their sandwich. It, it, it's, it lives up to the hype. Uh, number three, uh, Save Mart Grocery Store Chicken is fantastic when it's fresh. Uh, number four, uh, five, uh, s- s- gas station chicken. I, every time I find chicken at a gas station there's some fantastic gas station chicken out there uh i love it um then you've got um banquet frozen fried chicken that you got to heat up on a cookie sheet not bad uh and the worst fried chicken uh would be um church's chicken church's chicken is awful uh it's 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 half grease half chicken uh and there's parts you know, you, when you go to chicken, you're gonna like. I want a thigh, a wing, a, a leg, a breast. You know, those those are they're your standard pieces of chicken. And uh, church churches has some weird mutant chickens that they buy. I don't. I, it's like they've got parts that don't even exist in normal chickens. Like, you know, what's this? Oh, that's a thwing. It's a thigh and a wing hybrid. You know, or a a, a neck stick. You know, I, just, I don't know where they get this stuff. It's from like Chernobyl or something. But anyway. Don't eat thigh meat, apparently, because Jacob got punched in the thigh. Uh, Pretty interesting, right? Leviticus doesn't uh, talk about that anymore, but it does mention that there. Leviticus also says you shouldn't eat fat. Because that's for for God. Specifically, check this out. All fat is the Lord's. 
It's a law for all time throughout the ages and all your settlements. You may not eat fat. And, um, you know, and it, it also mentions that fat may cover, uh, you know, any area that surrounds the kidneys, liver, or entrails. Um, but uh, it may not refer to the fat that, that is on the flesh of an animal, which is called Schumann. So it's not just fat. So if you get a nice piece of meat that's rippled with fat, that fat's okay. But if it's like the blobs of fat, you're supposed to save that for God. He likes that that best crispy piece. I remember, uh, speaking of fat, I, I remember there's this book I read in uh, high school called Alive. They made a movie about it. Uh, and it was, it was a pretty gruesome tale, this... Uh, I think they were a Peruvian uh, rugby team. Uh, their their plane crashed in the Andes. A lot of them died in the crash, and they had to resort to cannibalism. Resort to it. I like when they say resort to cannibalism. Like you know, there's probably two people on that plane. Were like, finally, I want to give this a try. You know, I'd get arrested otherwise, but free pass to eat your fellow man if you crash in the Andes mountains in the snow. Uh, but they talked about uh, eating the flesh and and trying, you know, and uh, eating brain stew out of the skull bowls, all kinds of. Cra- I I remember I read I read a, a portion of that in my uh, eighth grade class, and it was very fun, out loud. But uh, they talked about the fat because they were getting so, uh, you know, just like most modern keto diets, uh, they ate so much meat and and they had no vegetables out there in the snow, so they started getting very constipated. So they thought, well, let's take some of the strips of fat. Uh, from their bellies and lay them on the the fuselage of the airplane so when the sun's over it it'll it'll help cook that fat make it a little bit crispy and then um, they all got um, massive diarrhea Uh, so don't uh, don't eat human fat uh, at all but uh but yeah it's you know it's it's intended to be for sacrificial stuff because when you burn that stuff it smells really good god says several times uh, he likes the smell of uh, burning flesh and, and fat. Uh, but yeah, and you're also not supposed to eat blood. Here's just some interesting passages here. Uh, Leviticus 17 says, For the, the life of every creature is his blood, and blood is its life. Therefore I've said, don't eat the blood of any creature. Whoever eats it shall be cut off. Wow, so you accidentally have some blood, you're in trouble. Only be sure, Deuteronomy 12 says, Do not eat the blood, for blood is life, and you shall not eat life with the flesh. Which is interesting that kind of contradicts with, uh, you know, the whole New Testament stuff where Jesus says, this is my blood. So he does, you know, eat blood, drink blood, but don't eat it from animals. Really interesting uh, contrast there for you. Um, Here's an interesting thing from Deuteronomy. You shouldn't eat anything that has died naturally. You can give it to a traveler within your town that he may eat it, or you can sell it to a foreigner. But you guys are holy to the Lord, so... uh, also, don't boil a young goat in its mother's milk. That's just cruel. That's that's a freaky dish to have to tell somebody. Don't take a young goat and boil it in its mom's milk. Oh, all right, God. Sorry. But I, I like it. God's basically saying, you Jews, don't eat this. But go ahead and sell it to a foreigner. That's okay. You know, who cares about them? Anyway, uh, yeah, pretty interesting, right? And, uh, you know, there's just this stuff repeated uh, like crazy here. Um, you know, every every beast of the earth, every bird of the heavens, and everything that creeps on this earth, including TLC, everything that has the breath of life, every breath you take, 
every move you make. I've given every green plant for food. And it was so. So that's interesting. That's from Genesis going back at the beginning. You know, God starts out saying, hey, eat everything you want. Remember, you, know, you remember the first thing, the first dietary restriction in, in the Bible, however, uh, was during Adam and Eve's uh, time in the Garden of Eden. They could eat anything they want, but don't eat, what was it? Um, the fruit from the forbidden tree of uh, knowledge of good and evil. Um some say it was an apple. Some people say it was a kumquat. Uh, the people that say it's a kumquat uh, didn't read the Bible. Uh, but they're out there, you know. Um, so that's interesting, right? Um, God at one point says, eat everything except this fruit. And then later on, he's like, well, <laughs> let me tell you about spiders and bats. So another interesting thing in the in, in a, a Bible diet is, is what some people, you know, the story of Daniel. Now, Daniel... Uh, um, and his three friends uh, and fellow captives were brought to uh, talk to King uh, Nebuchadnezzar. And, uh, you know, Nebuchadnezzar. I'm going to read a little bit here. It says, uh, he offered them royal food and wine for three years for their education. They called dainties. And... Uh, and the wine, this is basically like, this is my best stuff. He's showing off. You know, it's probably like, you know, I got like, a, you know, fetal panda shish kebabs and, you know, condor eggs and, you know, koala blood, you know, all this great stuff. And he's like, I'm sparing no expense. And uh, Daniel says, oh, no, I, I, I don't want to defile myself with that stuff. Uh, which included meat that may not have been drained of blood and other things. Just give us vegetables and water. That's all we need. And uh, basically, uh, he's like, all right, you know, you're lost. And uh, they actually got healthier uh, and looked more fresh and clean, and their skin was so much better than all the people eating the garbage. Uh, they, they let them continue it, you know. Kind of interesting, right? They refused to eat the king's dainties. Uh, I'd love to eat the king's dainties, if you know what I mean. But yeah, it was interesting. So, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap things up a bit. So It's just all, you know, whatever. Eat what you like, you know, as long as it's not cruel. That's that's my opinion. Um, but I find it interesting. Uh, I, I'm in a, a Facebook group. It's a Sacramento Vegans, it's called. And there was an argument that uh, someone was posting uh, as passages that you should be vegan because Jesus was vegan. Uh, and like, well, wait a minute. I mean, we know there's a couple times where Jesus, uh, you know, walks out to fishermen and, and helps them out. Jesus feeds a crowd of people with, uh, some fish and bread, you know, and, uh, and, and but they said, no, uh, actually back then, uh, it was probably something called fish weed. And they just used the wrong word for it. It was sort of this seaweed that they would eat because they didn't eat fish. I'm like, yeah, that's a stretch. Because they lived right by the sea uh, of Galilee and all that area. I mean, fish, they're trying to say scholars uh, contend that the Greek word for fish, weed, is fish. Uh, so uh, it would be more likely for Jesus to be handing out seaweed uh, instead of fish. Uh, and so... And, he's, and and there's this this thing I'm reading here. Did, did, was Jesus a vegetarian? He says I highly doubt that Jesus actually ate fish. 
I don't know. I highly doubt he impressed thousands of people by passing around seaweed and bread. You know, fish is good. And, uh, and, and at the top of it, I mean, Jesus, uh, you know, he, uh, when he came back to the, uh, his disciples after he died, um, he was hungry and they gave him some boiled fish. So, you know, again, they're not going to give Jesus seaweed when he comes back. That'd be, that'd be rude as hell. You give Jesus some fish. So, uh, anyway, I hope you enjoyed uh, this new episode of uh, Super Bible Party. Uh, I will be doing another one uh, soon. Hopefully, we'll be back on a weekly schedule. My daughter, uh, Sierra, who I hope is listening, has been begging me for a new episode. And I've had some other people. Dan Haynes, uh, when's your new episodes coming out? Um, hey, it took long... I came back a lot sooner than some people in the Bible uh, you've been waiting for. Let's just, you know, count your blessings. So uh, it's been great, a thrill, a treat, and a hoot to uh, do another episode here for you. Uh, have a wonderful time. Uh, tell your friends about it. Uh, go back and listen to the old episodes if you hadn't. This is the eighth episode. And uh, you can listen to them in any order you like. That's what's great about these. Uh, and I'm trying to keep them relatively short, you know, Um if you used to listen to this on your commute and you're stuck at home now, well, now you got more time to listen to them, right? But uh, tell your friends about it. You can go to superbibleparty.com, and we're available anywhere podcasts are available, uh, except maybe in China or Iran, because I am not allowed to perform there anymore, thanks to some uh, legal trouble I got into uh, back in 2013. But uh, it's been a pleasure. Have a wonderful day. God be with you till we meet again. Sung by Anthony and Harrison, Edison Records.